0: Sucking, dog-kissing, brainless,
1: dickless, hopeless, heartless, fat-ass, bug-eyed, stiff-legged, spotty-lipped, worm-headed sack of monkey shit he is! Hallelujah! Holy shit! Where's the Tylenol? T-U-R-O! <laughs>
2: And welcome back, everybody, to another titillating episode of The Skeleton Crew. It's one of the Christmas episodes, Alex. Uh, he said, "Hit." <laughs> it's titillating. <laughs> it's titillating, and I'm looking forward to this one, man. You know, uh, we, we we talked about how Halloween's so big, and then you know, what do you got next to look forward to? Thanksgiving? No. So as far as uh, oh, whoa, concern, whoa,
0: whoa, whoa, Dan, you never heard of Thanks Killing or Thanks Killing Three? <laughs>
2: oh, I've heard of them, and actively skipped them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 i can't blame you so what so what christmas
2: movies we got this week
0: well this is a big week this, see i'm really excited about, about this show because it's a, the wonderful jamie jenkins everyone's favorite horror chick is coming back
2: yep and she's not doing the news this time she's uh she's getting into the uh christmas uh Discussion with us
0: Yeah that's what I'm excited about yep. Jamie is a great newscaster She's our Robin Quivers so to speak yep. But and No I'm not saying we're the Howard Stern of Horror I just like to make those analogies <laughs> But She's going to be doing a regular show with us Which is very exciting uh, She's going to be doing The Christmas Story sequel Versus the original Christmas Story Which is just going to be a ridiculous funny segment <laughs> Yeah Hopefully. can't wait for that one Yeah and, uh, then the one good one we're getting into is Black Christmas versus The Remake, yes. which... Yes! So we have that, and I just want to say congratulations to, uh, our two winners of our Christmas Santa's sack giveaway. Oh, yeah! Who, <laughs> who got the sack, dude? Well, we, yeah, we have two winners so far. Okay. And one of them, dude, is our good buddy, Pat, the ghoul under your bed.
2: The ghoul under your bed. Hide your kids, hide your motherfucking wife
0: first winner was the halloween six producers cut and the ghoul under your bed asked for evil dead 2 blu-ray Ooh, dude that's sick man yeah so that's cool wait he got to choose yeah no they all get to choose oh wow we we have uh we have santa's list and then you get to choose which one you want and you you head on over and pick one if you win so a new winner monday every monday Uh, So, remember, shipping to the U.S. only. Sorry, guys. We are a little broke. And, uh, you know, actually, Pat did say something funny on our Facebook about, you know, what's up the Skeleton 2? And I just want to tell everybody, (laughs) it don't matter how many people are on this show permanently. It doesn't matter who comes in as a special guest, which we're actually excited about. I think that's cool. Yeah. We're going to have a lot of cool people sitting in, and, and that opens a whole new dimension. Just when you thought that you know, things like that might kill a show, it really just changes the show, and it, it, it could add something that could have maybe never happened before. And right. I I like to think positive, and I'm excited about those types of things.
2: And like Alex has always said too, you know, they're not our fucking fans, dude. We're all one family, dude. They're all our friends, and uh, you know, it'll um, it'll lead to some good discussions, dude. And uh, you know, man, I'm excited, dude.
0: This is this is everything I could ever want out of a podcast, dude. Just you know. Yeah, you know, I think of it like this, dude. The skeleton crew is is all of us. It's right. me, you, and everyone listening. We're all the crew. Yeah. You know, we're all part of this. Me
2: and you are just the representatives.
0: Yeah, we we have we bought microphones and stuff, so we're able to talk, that's all. So, uh, yeah, we're all the crew, and, and that's what it is. There is no two. There was never any two.
2: Skeleton me and you.
0: Skeleton me and you. The skeleton me and you. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so we'll be right back. Jamie Jenkins. I, I'm looking out the, uh, the bars in the window right now. A witch just flew by, and I'm looking down. Oh, here she is. Jamie Jenkins <laughs> is pulling up right now. Woo! She will be entering the dungeon in just minutes. So we'll leave you with this little treat.
1: was the night before Christmas and all through the home Not a creature was stirring except for me and this poem My sisters were nestled all snug in their beds While visions of candy bars danced in their heads Then I sprang like a spring and snuck like a sneak Down the stairs to the gifts for just a quick peek When lo and behold, what did I see? Lisa and Maggie had just beaten me I poked at my package and said, This is rad man then noticed Dad's shadow. He looked like a madman. Oh, Maggie. Oh, Lisa. Oh, little Bartholomew. Go upstairs. Go right now before I kill all of you. And so into bed, we fled in a flash, waiting till morning to open our stash. At last, daybreak came, and we scampered so cheerily, while Mom and Dad yawned and gazed at us wearily. For Maggie, a pacifier. For Lisa, some dolls. For me, a big burp gun would shoot ping-pong balls. Then on came the TV and we started to doze through all the exciting Christmas-themed shows. So, to those of you grooving on my holiday wrap, happy Christmas to all and to all a good nap.
0: You know, Dan, not only are we lucky enough to have... The beautiful Jamie Jenkins join us for this uh, Black Christmas versus Black Christmas battle, but we also have her cat in the dungeon.
2: That cat is fucking wild and meow. <laughs> <laughs> That's Wednesday. I don't know why
0: she's
3: being so mouthy. She usually isn't.
0: Yeah, now we're going to have a cat running around the dungeon. Neck kitty, my papa. Neck kitty, my papa. My kitty's a dildo. And as you can see, we let Dan back in. Yeah, back in the studio.
3: <laughs> Does one of you ever complain about having Kitty around?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, normally it's it's nice to have a little pussy in the studio, but at the same time, I just don't want her to step on my lines. <laughs> so anyway, that's that. Yes. So, before we get to this uh, Black Christmas versus the remake battle, which, you know, everyone's looking forward to, I don't think too many people are wondering what the outcome will be, but at the same time, it'll be fun getting there.
2: <laughs> right, yeah, I think everybody else did it, too.
0: Oh, did they? Oh, well. We're what? What, three years late? That's not bad. I think we're I think we're still good. I think we're still relevant. I think it's six years. Oh, we're six years late. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, one thing that we're gonna be on top of is next week we have Silent Night, Deadly Night versus that remake. Yes, Ooh.
2: I'm looking forward to that one.
0: That is gonna make up for this, uh, you know, day late dollar short ordeal we're going through.
3: Well, that's okay. I'm here, so that makes up for it.
0: Yeah, you do make up for it. We're late, but you're here, and and you're not late, right? Because I don't want to be a dad.
3: <laughs> no.
0: Okay. <go> <laughs> you are no. not
2: the baby's daddy.
3: It's all good. You are not the father. <laughs> Excellent.
0: <laughs> Alright, before we get into the, to the, to the battle, I want to get into something that I stumbled across. <laughs> what I stumbled across was, you know the original iconic classic, A Christmas Story?
2: Never heard of it.
0: You'll shoot your eye out, kid. You'll shoot your eye out. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. All that stuff. Now, they made a sequel to that movie.
2: Ugh, unbelievable. Just recently, too.
0: Yeah, 2012. It actually just came out on Blu-ray. And I know a lot of people are saying, this. I thought this should be a horror podcast. And it, it is, believe me. A Christmas Story 2 is not far from a horror movie. <laughs> oh, yes, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you know, it's, it's only the prefix of the word horrible, but at the same time.
2: Yeah, I just don't get how... Isn't he practically, like, what, just, like, a couple years older than the original
0: movie? Ugh,
2: alright. Yeah, explain this to me, Alex. Give me, give me the lowdown here, bro.
0: Well, first, the people in it, dude. They, they had to recast the entire family. The dad is played by Daniel Stern. Come
2: on. Oh, no, dude.
0: <laughs> the actors playing Flick and Schwartz are horrible, dude. Wow. Horrible actors. Uh, they sh- I think they should have got the guy, the the real kid who played uh, Schwartz. You know, his his pornos are better than this movie. You know. You know. He, you know. He's a porn star now, right? <laughs> I did hear that through the
2: grapevine.
0: <laughs> yeah, the kid who stuck his tongue to a flagpole is now sticking him. uh eh, I won't go there. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, <laughs> okay. Here's the problem with with. with Ralphie and Randy, no, the two kids. Ralphie, of course, the older one. Yeah. Their ages don't match up in this movie. Well, What do you mean? Ralphie, well, no, the, the younger one, Randy, he seems like only two years older than he was in the first movie, <laughs> and Ralphie is like eight years older. I
2: hate meat wolf.
0: Double beat loaf.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, how how old were they supposed to be in the first one? What were they portrayed to be?
0: I don't even know. Jamie, what? Ralphie's like eight? Yeah. Eight, like I would eight say or nine, I was right? thinking like yeah. 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 Like third grade. Randy. Randy is Randy what, is like... five or six. Okay. Yeah, so now he's he's eight and Ralphie's sixteen or seventeen. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's quite a leap, huh? Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's yeah. like
3: sitcom that's like sitcom aging. Like you know, like on growing pains when She had the baby, and like next season it was a seven-year-old with curly red hair and freckles.
2: Yeah, right. (laughs) Or or on uh, Family Matters, where they uh, take one of the daughters, she goes upstairs to fold laundry and never comes back again. For the rest of the series. (laughs) (laughs) It it happened.
3: Well, and... uh uh, happy days, the old brother.
0: Same thing, same thing, exactly. Yep. <laughs> how how about in in Rocky Four? He leaves to go to Russia, the kid's eight, he comes back, the kid's like in high school. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a five o'clock shadow. <laughs> He's like, Hey yo kid, how long was I gone? <laughs> <laughs> how many times I get punched in the fucking head? I don't get this. <laughs> what happened, Adrian? Would you grow would you grow a little bit there? <laughs>
3: I would do an Adrian impression, except she hardly said a word in that movie. (laughs) You can't win!
0: (laughs) How about that? All right. Okay, so anyway, the movie starts off. Here's here's the problem with this movie, okay? Look, it's not the worst movie in the world, but here's the problem. Sure it is. (laughs) It overkills all the homages. In the first five minutes of this movie, you hear son of a bitch about seven times.
1: A crummy commercial? Son of a
0: bitch.
2: <laughs> the, yep.
0: da- the dad is fighting the furnace the entire movie. Oh, come on. The flagpole joke is in there. It's not nearly as funny. Okay. Remember how he snuck the BB gun ads into the mom's look magazine? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He puts a car ad in her magazine. Oh, come on. Like, she doesn't Ow. catch on by now. <laughs> yeah, he's still doing this. <laughs> that's just... <laughs> So they copy everything. No, look at that as charming. See, that, that, that's why it's so hard to be cynical with this movie, because right. it's truly made for the fans. But the thing is, it's like it's very hard to be cynical. I, I don't even know what to say besides that. But it's like... But they do everything like that. Like, he was wearing the bunny costume in the first movie. And in this movie, he's wearing a reindeer costume because he's working at the mall and he has to be a reindeer to <laughs> give things away. He still does the daydreams the whole movie, but, the, but they're all horrible. That, that's one thing mm-hmm. that's bad. Those, the daydreams are horrible. Mm-hmm. The lines they used, it's a clinker. And, of course, Fudge was there. <laughs> oh. Fudge. Only I didn't say fudge. I said the word. The big one. The queen mother of dirty words. The F-dash-dash-dash word. What did you say? Uh That's what I thought you said.
2: Fudge.
0: Yeah, and the whole thing about one bad bulb, they all go out. Like, everything, dude. Everything was in there, and it was all on overkill, but... I don't know, man. It's like... But it's it's hard to be cynical because it really... This is one of those classic moments or, like, examples of... uh, You're watching a movie, and as you're watching it, you just want to watch the other one.
2: (laughs) The original...
0: Yeah.
2: See, see now when 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 we talked about this movie, Alex, I I couldn't watch it, dude. There was something inside of me that says don't watch this. It's gonna kill it for you. And I and I didn't know what it was gonna be like or whatever. But I'm so glad I didn't see this movie because let's face it, first one classic. You know, you can the only way you can make a sequel is is if you do it like, uh, you know, I just saw Chevy Chase talking. Um, they just did a, uh, a commercial ad for, um, you know, Christmas Vacation, and it was a, uh, I forget what it was an ad for or whatever, but have you seen it? I think it's an Old Navy commercial, right? No. Oh, wow, I'd like to see that, but no.
3: Yeah, where he lights up the house, but he lights up their clothes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's
2: yeah. him. It's him, Be- Beverly D'Angelo, and what's really? her name? Uh, yeah, all three of them. Now I saw a um, behind the scenes interview with him, and he says, "Yeah, it's about time to do a sequel to this." And you know that you can do, you know, but you can't do a
0: sequel and replace all the real people.
2: And not have them age, and not use any of the same characters, and, like you said, um, duplicate everything. I mean, it, you can't recreate that magic. Everybody knows that. So I couldn't watch this, dude, you know? And, it, of course, you hear Christmas Story too. It's intriguing. But at the same time, I saw that fucking trailer, dude. Fuck no. Fuck no.
0: <laughs> if anybody wants to know what this is about, basically uh, the whole thing is Randy uh, Ralphie wants a car instead of a BB gun. <laughs> he he gets into the car that was on display. It rolls down, rolls into the street, and this thing lands on top of it. Basically, it tears it all the hood, the top apart. It was a convertible, and they have to get eighty five dollars to fix that before it because it was planned to be sold. So he wants it fixed by the time I don't know. He has like a week or two. And uh, they all, him, Flick, and Schwartz, all get jobs at Higby's Mall. Remember Higby's, where Santa was? Uh, vaguely. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, he goes. If Higby thinks I'm working one minute past nine, he could kiss my foot. Oh, <laughs> you yeah. know, it's, it's weird. Like it's it's hard to be cynical. It was like truly, it loves the first movie. It's for the people who love it. But that's cool. And you know what? Even at the end, when look, obviously. This is not a spoiler. If you want to think it is, then you're you're an idiot. Obviously, Ralphie gets the car, right? Okay. Right, okay. So, anyway, I mean, come on. You don't think they would do the whole movie and not get a car, so this is not a spoiler. You have to know this.
2: So, what's the next one? He has sex in the back seat of the car? Like, <laughs> what
0: the fuck? The thing is, he got a car and he wanted to impress a chick with it, too. Oh, okay. So, but the thing is, like, getting the car was nowhere near as important as getting the gun was, but... In an odd way, it felt just as important, and you were just as happy to see him get the car. Really? Yeah.
2: Wow. See, that's intriguing. Now I want to kind of check that out, Alex.
0: I usually um, look at the clock. It's weird. I always look around the 40-minute mark. Mm Mm-hmm. This time I looked at the 45-minute mark, and I got to tell you, I still wasn't bored yet.
2: Really?
0: Yeah. Yeah,
2: man. I'm definitely going to check this out just, uh, just so I can make fun of you.
0: Okay, yeah. A lot of people are making fun of my opinions lately. I'm just kidding. No, I'll definitely Two go check this out. minutes ago, you
3: were, you were so excited you hadn't seen it.
0: <laughs>
2: Who, me?
3: Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alex, I think it's adorable how like, seriously you are into a Christmas story.
0: <laughs> Since I was like 12, till for 20 years I've been watching that uh, at least five times a year. Oh, Absolutely. Every December, I just have it on, and that's one of those movies that you could, like when it's on TBS, if that channel even exists anymore, oh, you, yeah, you, you could walk into <laughs> if it, it. Exists anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you, you could walk into that at any point in the movie and be just as invested and in watch the rest of the movie, no matter
3: what. And we all, we all do that. I mean, you, you, know, you wander in and out of the room on, uh, on a holiday, and it's on in the back. The whole time, and you yeah, just, it's on you TNT. A minutes, you sit down. You might get you might get sucked in for a couple minutes, and then you jump up and go do whatever you right. want. To do. But yeah, I mean that's that's the way I am with with. I do that only at Christmas time with that movie. But I will watch Christmas Vacation any time yeah. of the year. Really? Yeah, I will watch it any time of the year. I last Christmas I watched it six times. No shit. I love that movie. I love it so. Um. Actually, more. It's more. It it means more for me than A Christmas
0: Story does. But I do love A Christmas Story.
3: Don't get me. I have a leg lamp. You have a leg lamp. I
2: have a leg lamp. Yeah. Wow. No shit. You know they use a leg lamp in a movie that we're gonna review in a little bit. Black. Yes, I Sons.
0: do. Yes, I do. No, you didn't. Don't lie, Alex. Just today, J- dude. Jason Lloyd said you notice the weirdest things. I, I, I'm i try to take everything in you know what i mean so like i don't so she's as far as the original christmas story um i'm gonna say my favorite character is scott farkas i had a person like this in my life and uh we became really good friends till we stopped talking
2: wait so did you beat his face then
0: yeah i did well i I beat it i I beat the shit out of him into a tree one time and did you cry while you did it Exactly. All right. Well, let's wrap that up. The uh, overall consensus is that a Christmas story beats a Christmas story, too.
2: <laughs> Shocker you, there, ladies and gentlemen. You see that coming? <laughs> a little information for your it's ass.
3: because they, if they did, it's because they had their decoder.
2: Oh, <laughs> Look snap. at
0: her pulling that reference. Dropping. Up. <laughs> wow. I love it. <laughs> Alright, and we'll be right back with the epic battle Black Christmas versus Black Christmas 2 And I bet you can't see this one coming either
3: You're listening to The Skeleton Crew The radio show that brings you blood, booze, and boobs Exclusively on harvard.com Every time
1: I think I guess I'm just a f***ing misfit. Hey, who the f*** are you?
0: I'm Hermie the Drill. Santa kicked me out because I wouldn't give him his tribute. Someday, I'm going to take over Santa's whole operation.
1: Hey, I'm with you, Paison. And I know just the guy to call. Yukon Young. We'll get even. We'll get even. And other, and mountain mountain. Ho, ho, ho. Donner and Blitzen just hijacked a shipment of pure snow. We'll make two million yeah. easy. Oh, Who the f*** are you? Who the f*** am I? I'm Yukon Cornelione, the greatest hitman of all. And I've got a special present for you. Compliments of one disgruntled elf and red-nosed reindeer. Were oh, you talking to me? You talking to me? <laughs> oh. Does my nose amuse you? Is it funny? Like a clown? Does it make you laugh? No, no, no. Great nose. Okay, I'm the capo now. Hermes, my lieutenant, and Abominable, here's my enforcer. Capisce? Now let's eat. So remember, kids, the moral of this story is keep your mouth shut. Have a merry freaking Christmas And you'll hear what we have said Don't you squeal or rat us
2: out Or you'll To another epic battle, the original versus
0: remake. All right, it is time to find out what's the better movie, Black Christmas. Or Black Christmas the Remake?
3: Dun dun dun!
0: You're all dying to find out, because I'm sure you haven't developed your own opinions yet. Yeah, right? (laughs) And you've been waiting for this show. (laughs) Lucky for you, it's here tonight.
3: And plenty of time for Christmas.
0: Right? Yes. Jamie, what do you think of the original Black Christmas?
3: Visually, I think it is stunning. The atmosphere is amazing to me. Um. Uh I also really enjoy the score. The acting is good. I love Margot Kidder's character because she is just – she's a freak, and (laughs) I can dig it. Uh, (laughs) Can you um, dig it? Olivia Olivia Hussey is adorable. Now, Pete, um, he's 38 years old when he
0: plays this role. I mean, the actor who played him was 38 years old. Wait, Pete is the boyfriend of who? The main girl? Yes. Right.
3: right. The music guy.
1: Yeah. So he's 38.
3: Yeah. And to me, it just, he seemed older the whole time. But um, <laughs> this movie has a lot, this movie has some stuff going on that um, I would like to dig into deeper. Because as you know, like uh, Roe v. Wade was 1973. Yeah. And abortion plays a huge role in the original Black Christmas Yeah, Uh right. And um, it's basically a theme that's running throughout. And um, I would I would like to explore that more and see if there's anything. I don't know if Clark had anything in mind specifically, like any kind of statement, or if it was just that's just the way it ended up and it was a coincidence. But I find that interesting.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. Let's also point out that Bob Clark directed. The original Christmas Story movie, which we just talked about. And he directed Black Christmas. The original. Blew
2: my mind when I found that out, dude. Isn't that yeah. crazy, man? Because we, we, we decided to do all those movies in in one show, and I didn't put two and two together until I saw um, a behind-the-scenes where they had the leg lamp and they were putting it into the uh, the, the uh, Black Christmas remake uh, you know, as an ode to Bob Clark while Bob Clark was on the set.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I you know I watched Black Christmas one time, mm-hmm. and that was years ago. I don't even want to. It'll be embarrassing if I tell you how long ago. Because I'm not. I don't. I don't watch like movies constantly. Like I, right. I don't know. People people have been asking me about that a lot lately because I've been saying some stuff on Horophilia. Like I'm wondering how many times a week people watch movies and stuff like that. I don't know, man. Like I just two or th- two or three a week. Maybe I don't know. I thought I, th- I thought that was enough, but
2: you know. I go through phases, you know. I go through phases where I'll, I'll I'll do nothing but watch movies for a week, and then then I won't touch it. Same with music and other things, you know. Just go through phases, and and uh. But yeah, you know, me and you, Alex, I noticed too, man. We've never been those those dudes to 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 see every fucking movie. I mean, oh. if, if it's a contest, dude, we're fucking we're, <laughs> the, we're we're the last in line, bro. We're struggling, fucking straggling, fucking. Cracking open beers because there's no shot, uh, you
0: know? No, no, forget it. it. it it was first pointed out during our rant against, you know, House of Horror when we said, you know, you watch fourteen movies a week and stuff and we thought that was outrageous. Right. And uh no. Uh it's a it's a normal thing, I guess. I don't know. But we don't do that. So I haven't watched this movie in about like ten years. Wow. So I put it on again for the first time for this. This show. Yeah. And I got to tell you, it is incredible. It is amazing. Everything Jamie said is so spot on. The atmosphere, the. They, Bob Clark, really, really captured that feeling of you are in this house with this killer and it is terrifying. Mm -hmm.
3: I also feel like he captured Christmas.
0: Yes. You know, like it
3: really felt like Christmas
0: to me. Yeah, well, he would know. <laughs> he, he captured that better than anybody in the world, didn't he? Yeah,
2: but, <laughs> but but but
0: he captured that and he captured horror and he
2: put it together with absolutely nothing to reference either. It was the first of its kind. It was right. You know what I mean? Like there what was before that? This was even before Halloween.
0: Yeah, dude, that is incredible. Like this, you know, before before this movie, it was just like all those mythical creatures like Frankenstein, dragon. Oh wait, wait. Of course, we can't skip Psycho. Okay, right. So Psycho. But then you took. It took like fourteen years to get the next thing really going. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure there was stuff done in the meantime, but nobody knows or cares about those. Okay. But like this was the one. This was the one that changed everything. Yeah that is huge for being the first of its kind and being so good. Usually you suck when you first start trying something out.
2: Well, and two, I mean, Christmas movies, um, you know, they have a certain cheese or corniness to it or whatever, and some are more acceptable than others, but tonally, dude, this movie's fucking spot on, you know? It, it was totally a, a good horror movie. It had good scares or whatever, but it also had that Christmas charm to it. And, you know, to me, dude, that would be a fucking hard thing to balance. But then again, you know, if you do it right, like they did, you see how it's done? You say, oh, okay, yeah, that came, that came along flawlessly. So, you know, hats off to this dude making this movie. This was the first time I saw this movie, too, you know, while we watched really? it for this show. Never seen it before in my life. Nope.
0: Wow, yeah, and I was totally blown away, just like Jamie said, but yeah, you know and and what do you guys think of like of course, you know what struck me first is the opening shot, the uh the point of view shot right that look i mean John carpenter clearly, clearly was like I guess that was an homage to this, well, see.
2: It was weird too, man. Watching this because if you look at both of them, that they're, they're they're the same. Don't get me wrong; they're very much the same, but they're different in the sense where this one was more realistic, man. This one was shakier. It showed his hands and the breathing, man. Between all those things, put those all together, you really felt like that was a that was a great first attempt at a first person, um, you know, yeah. situation in, in a horror movie, man. And, and and I'm watching it, and you know, like. Like all the movies that we've we've seen up to this point, it stood up, dude. And this is supposed to oh be my one God. of those pioneering. It stood movies. up,
0: yeah, dude. Oh, Jamie, did you? I guess you watched it for this show. Did it not stand up just as well as it did 40 years ago?
3: Oh, I absolutely think it does. You know what's funny is I watched it. Well, I did watch it for this show, but so I've watched it twice in the last two weeks. I watched mm-hmm. it um, last week because we were talking about it on Badass's Boobs, and Body Counts. So then, um. So I watched it again. And I got to tell you, sitting through it the second time, um, and I guess that wasn't really necessary. I just wanted to.
0: Because she cares about the skeleton crew.
3: I just, <laughs> well, of course, I only want to give you the best.
0: <laughs> but, um we want to let you. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: do, however, feel like the film has flaws. You know, I don't think it's. Perfect. um Duh. For one, we never
0: find out who the hell Billy is. I mean, it, that, it, yeah, right.
3: I don't know. Like we we get nothing
0: on that. And okay, but wait a minute, let's just, okay, let's stop there because there is something to talk about there now. Okay, since this is a verse show, let's get right into the remake while referencing this one. um Billy, I th- this Black Christmas and Halloween have a couple things in common, and one of them is their approach to their remakes. Michael Myers, we knew nothing about why he wanted to kill, why he got fixated on on Laurie Strode. Right. He was just a guy who killed his sister, and now he's going after the girl who went up to his house. In this one, he, Billy, is just a guy who climbed up to this house and hung out in the attic and killed people. Now... So for both of them, the mystery... But here's here's what I'm going to ask you now. Oh, well, first let me make this observation. Both remakes explained the characters to death. Right. Yeah. You got way too much knowledge about why Michael Myers is doing stuff. or Right. We already covered that in the Halloween versus Halloween remake show. Look that up if you want to hear it. Way too much. This one in the remake here... Oh my god! Worst
2: part of the movie, dude. Worst fucking part of the movie was those flashbacks,
0: Billy. Dude, Billy <laughs> is Billy is is yellow, dude. Uh, oh no, that it, it's
3: it's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. It is. Right? But um, what I would like is a happy medium. I don't need to know yeah. the entire story. You know, right. I don't mind being teased and, and you know, being forced to fill in my own blanks, but I just felt like we were sort of left hanging there with, I mean, they gave us a little bit, but like, I don't know, it just, I think I would like to know more about the character, like, because as it is now, I have no idea what he's doing with his corpses up there and why. And I'm curious about that. Like, i that's the part of human nature that makes me curious. You know, why are you curious?
0: Yeah, but that's what I was going to ask you. Does it? Did it matter? Did it ruin your experience? Like, overall, do you think that it took away from the movie?
3: It didn't ruin it, but I feel like it was blemished. But I feel like it's not perfect because of that. But no, it didn't ruin it. Um, yeah. I still enjoy it. But the I, what I enjoy the most about this film is are the visuals i like the i genuinely like the actors
0: you know like well you know i actually wrote down a list here uh you got olivia Hussey, margot kidder um
2: <laughs> <Ms>. <laughs> what was that Alex?
0: uh what Mar- uh, olivia Ma- Mar- Hussey, margot, margot kidder oh margot oh the t margot. margot oh oops. jeez what I'm just reading a list here, dude. How would I know? Get it right or pay the price. Oh, here, look. Mr. Harrison, the dad uh, with the Hulk Hogan do? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dan, let me ask you. If you were losing all your hair, would you continue to grow the sides and the back? Absolutely not.
3: A skullet.
0: (laughs) Skullet. (laughs) (laughs) I think Dan would look good in a skullet, to tell you the truth. No, okay. But, you know, one thing that crossed my mind while watching the original um, was – was uh, Jamie, because I think that she likes the raunchy comedy. I don't know why. <laughs> <clears throat> there was so much raunch in the original, and that's another there thing. It was. It was awesome. I
3: mean, she's lounging on the sofa, or on the little chaise, drinking, and flipping through porno mag. That's fantastic.
0: You got the phone call from Billy, I want to lick your cunt. Dude. No, you're
3: pretty, I want to lick your pretty pink cunt.
0: Yeah! Like, that's really shocking, because I'll tell you the truth, here's what I did, I wanted to have a different element to my review here, so what I did was I watched the remake first, because I didn't want to watch it and say, oh, they're just trying to recreate this, they're just trying to do that, I didn't want to do that, so I, I changed my mental... Compartments backwards so that I could give a different angle. I know it's way too much thought, but I did it anyway, and it really worked in in one respect. And I'll tell you why. Okay. When he said all that cunt stuff in the remake, I thought it was raunchy. Right. Right. Like, imagine, dude, what that must have been like in nineteen seventy four. And I, I, I don't know. Listen, after all these shows we've done, I you you could tell I'm kind of, I do some of that kind of, you know, humor. Uh, whether we can be go the, there, yeah. Yeah, whether it be the clips we've put in or the drop-in loads or the, wolf, <laughs> the Teen Wolf thing we did. You know, all that stuff.
3: That's the guests that you
0: invite. <laughs> <laughs> like Jamie Jenkins. Jamie, Jamie Jenkins, yeah. So. Uh, oh, she's a slut. <laughs> I know, but that's, that's why I can't stop asking her to come back.
2: <laughs> Love it. I don't even think that's the worst line about You know, a pretty big cunt. After that, he says, "Suck my juicy big, big cock." Yeah, it's like, what the fuck? And dude, I know. like you said though, for that time, dude, that that is some rough. Yeah, shit. It's
3: crazy. It's crazy. You're absolutely right about that. That was. I can imagine people being in theaters at the time. I can imagine people walking out.
1: Mhm. Mhm.
3: I know that people walked out of that movie, and it, um, it's to me, it's it's unreal because now you'll see the same stuff on cable you know like on a cable show
2: right Um,
3: that cracks me up (laughs) you know that was so shocking back then but um did I really cross your mind
0: what what crossed my mind licking a pretty pink
3: (laughs) no 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 (laughs) always I said (laughs) I (laughs) said
2: Didn't that first phone call though wasn't that one of the weirdest things like the no like forget um even what he said it was um it was the range of emotions it sounded yeah. well first it sounded like somebody choking then it sounded like somebody fucking coming and then it sounded like somebody snorting
0: and then laughing like I, I, listen to it it's it's Dan you sound like that when you come <laughs> Cuz I just go oh god
1: <laughs>
0: No but no even even the, I remember, remember the little girl sitting on Santa's lap, and he's saying fucking and "shit." Mm. I and know all this other God, stuff. that was killing me. I hope it was overdubbed. Margot Kidder's getting a little boy drunk. Even like the posters on the wall, like the old lady giving the finger, a sort of raunchy, and then the people screwing and the peace symbol, the sign, I and all that, that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, and as Dan said, also too, like just little stuff. there in the remake, there was a leg lamp in the living room. <laughs> and where all those uh, hot chicks were sitting on the couch, they're actually hot bitches because they were all bitches. <laughs> which, which is weird because we're did did anybody connect with any of those girls? Like, did you care at all?
2: Remake, dude. I I wouldn't say I connected with them, but more so than the original. First of all, um, what is uh, Katie Cassidy? I love that chick. I, I said that before. She's in uh, the. See, you know what's funny about that? <clears throat> Was this the, um, I think this was the original movie where they, they call back and say the calls are coming from inside the house. Now, was yeah. it this or When a Stranger Calls? I believe it was this, right? So, in this movie, that wasn't exactly the twist, that was just one of the one of the things. But anyways, it, it, I just thought it was funny that she's in both movies. She's in the When a Stranger Call remake and the Black Christmas remake. But... Uh, Her Lacey Chabert from Party of Five,
0: smoking hot. So oh, if you want those chicks were so dude, so fine. The, dude. the whole investment of me not wanting them to die was I was hoping they would take their tops off first. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, that's the
2: only thing that kept me going too. But see, that's the thing. Like <laughs> connecting with them. No, but if you want to talk like hotness and me caring about them, absolutely. The chick from um. Final Destination 3 and fucking the new Die Hard, Uh, she's in it. You know, there's a lot of top-notch top actresses, and and when I say top-notch, I mean uh, nice bodies and boobs.
0: What were the bad parts of the remake? To me, it started off pretty bad. It was, like, ridiculously stupid. What is with the asshole security guard? Is this guy an asshole or what? Why would you go into a pitch-black cell with a tiny flashlight crawling on the ground when you have a homicidal maniac who just slipped you a note threatening to escape.
2: Yeah, he totally deserved that candy cane to the jugular, dude.
0: Yeah, like why would you not gas the room, have the guy pass out, turn the light on and go in there and, you know, do whatever. It checks see what he's doing. Like why would you go in there when this guy is perfectly capable of getting you? It makes no sense. And what was with the one chick, dude, watching videos of herself having sex?
3: You
0: don't do that. Well, I do, but it' because I'm a guy. <laughs> so. And I want to I want to relive what happened to me that night. Well, why can't a girl want to do that? She, cause she look at the look on her face. Did she look like she was into it? <laughs> like I'm sitting there in awe. I was like, wow, I really got someone to do this. Like she, she really there got like... someone to do it. <laughs> 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 Like I remember when I first started getting laid, like the first like <laughs> oral I got, I remember I was like sitting, there, I was like, "Yeah, it's really happening. <laughs> it feels so good."
3: I I really don't want to know what goes through guys' minds.
0: <laughs> really, I don't, man. Yeah, <laughs> Jamie, wh- when you're doing that, what goes through your head? <laughs> no pun intended.
3: Yeah, oh shit. Oh, was...
0: <laughs> what
3: goes through my head? Do you? Are you seriously asking? You want to know? Sure. Miami Vice.
0: Don Johnson.
3: <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No. <laughs> I am there the whole time. I'm there. I'm concentrating. I my favorite thing is to look up into your eyes.
0: My eyes or Dan's eyes. Uh
3: and I, I mean I I keep eye contact as much as possible. I am I am right there and I'm paying attention. I'm very in tune with my lover. i I'm like I always try to pay attention to what's going
0: on and so what he likes, what he doesn't like, you know, that sort of thing. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's keep it moving guys, yeah. Come on. Yeah, Dan, Dan's getting uncomfortable. All right. Uh okay, okay, let's let's compare some of the kills. Um oh, let's talk about the kills. Holy Christ. Oh boy. Okay. <laughs>
3: well, well, you don't like the gingerbread cookie back skin?
0: No, I like that. I think they could have been cut a little bit nicer, but no, they were fine.
2: Well, wait, wait, well, hold on. Let's talk about the kills in the first one, or lack thereof, dude. There was the bag over the head in the original
0: there. but The thing that swung into the old lady in the attic.
2: Yeah, but nothing really, yeah, 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 that was the second one. But nothing really notable, dude. I mean, no, I- see, I can't even remember anything from the first. I mean, I remember them, but it wasn't it like, oh, wow. It was
3: 1974. You know, the bag but- over the head, that was scary shit.
0: What is... Here's the problem with the remake. They took everything that you love about the original and freaking smashed you over the head with it. How many kills had a bag on their head? You're not supposed to do that every time. Yeah. Yeah. There were four kills with bags over their heads. They made Billy use a bag over a head like they would make Jason use a machete.
3: Exactly. They defined him based on that one kill from the original. And that was wrong. That is not, that's not what the character was about.
0: And the other scene, they totally dropped the ball on. The classic eyeball in the door crack. They, they put the... Eyeball and a bathroom floor looking at half of a girl's ass.
2: <laughs> yeah, you know, oh no, that, yeah, the tile. Yeah, that was ridiculous. Dude, so... that was
0: such a poor homage and totally anticlimactic. It didn't, like, I remember I watched that first movie with a girl one time, and that is the only thing she remembered from the movie that creepy eye. I swear to God, the only thing she remembered and all she talked about. If she saw this remake, like, as if it was the first time, you know, this movie was made. She would never talk about that. Right. The the, the eye in the bathroom floor. What the hell kind of thing is that?
2: It's, it's stupid, dude, just like a lot of those things. Just like um, <clears throat> when he's looking through the poster and he fucking pokes out the, uh, the fucking, uh, what's it called? The thumbtack. And he looks through a hole through the thumbtack. Now, as far as I, you know, from what I recall... <laughs> the hole that a thumbtack makes isn't nearly the size of an eyeball.
0: The one kill I remember, for, except for all the bad kills, was uh, the icicle falling off the gutter or something and going through the lady's head.
2: Dude, that was badass.
0: That was good. It was a bonus. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, I mean, I, I look at that, like that was one of the uh, highlight kills of the movie just because there, there wasn't that much, dude. I mean, uh, as far as the kills, it, it was like... <clears throat> It just seemed like tonally the kills were were off, you know? And I I remember even watching the director saying he doesn't like that kind of stuff or whatever, but he felt pressured by the studio. And, you know, you got too many... Well, no, I'm just saying you guys... No, no,
0: they always say that. Yeah,
2: exactly. You get too many fucking cooks in the kitchen, just like everything with the studio, director, producers, or whatever. Now, the original director was there, Bob Clark, but he even said he he wanted, you know, he trusts the guy or whatever. He liked what he saw, and he's just going to let him do his own thing. So that was at least one less person in it or whatever, because even if he puts in his two cents, dude, it doesn't matter, you know? The original director or whatever, when you get too many fucking ideas put in, I think it doesn't come out right. And, you know, who knows what they were going for with this i think they uh they hit a weird tone with this movie it's kind of dark with The remake yeah uh, but i liked it you know
0: okay let's go to some what the f moments then when billy's uh, mom rapes him to get the kid that she always wanted or something Aww. like that so fucked didn't she hate him because he was yellow why why would you <laughs> rape a yellow guy <laughs> if you want a certain kind of kid wouldn't you think he'll be yellow too? And clearly, you weren't thrilled about the first yellow kid.
2: Just fucking pumping out yellow babies, with no regard yeah. for anything. <laughs>
0: yellow babies everywhere. Anyway, yeah, but uh I don't know.
3: Well, things like things like to me, there's a difference between being twisted and and depraved. I don't have a problem with those things, you know. I, I love twisted things, you know, but something like that, this whole movie to me seems synthetic.
0: Yeah, right. right. Process. Let's make crazy people.
3: And it's just, it, it feels like it was too much. Like it just, it made it sleazy. Like I didn't feel like it was disturbing in a horror film kind of way. I felt like it was sleazy, and but not even in in a good sleazy way. Because right. I don't have a, I generally don't have a problem with sleazy either. You know, hence I like Dan. But um... oh, <laughs>
2: dirty for you.
3: Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I don't know. It just felt icky.
2: Yeah, right, right. right. I, see, that's where I think the tone comes in, Jamie. Do You see what I'm saying with that? It's almost like if they would have stuck with, with, with something all the way through, but they tried all these different elements, and it just comes out, like, awkward, you know what I mean? Like, um, just kind of, like you said, dirty, and not right, and just something's off. I and mean, you can't even pinpoint it a lot of the times. Like I said, I think, personally, it's the tone of of the horror aspect of it, the horror element of it. You know, you got this crazy guy, and he's supposed to be a psycho, and then you you got all these sorority chicks or whatever, and you got to play it from their angle, too. And, you know, you play it like a WB thing, and then you throw in that boyfriend there, and he's supposed to be the red herring, and it's supposed to throw you off. That's another thing. You're supposed to be guessing what who it is the whole time, or who's helping them, like, they're, they're almost making you know, and then that other girl, like, you're my family now, with the chick with the fucking glasses and stuff almost making these people out to be like they were, um, you know, the sister there, or um, or you know, in on it, or you know, possibly the killers, or something like that, and then they turn around at the fucking end, and then they make it Billy and the sisters, the killer, it wasn't a whodunit whatsoever, it was always like, well, I guess they threw in the sister at the end but it's like it just it seemed like they were trying to cram so much shit into this movie and that's exactly what what came out was processed shite
0: it was 10 pounds of shit in a five pound bag
2: <laughs> word
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah i mean uh, you know uh but even with with the original look that's not perfect either no Why, like with the because you talked about having two killers or uh, red herrings, whatever. Right. Why would Olivia's boyfriend be so set on the idea that she was in the basement? Like, how random is that? That when you know at the end of the original, yeah, Black Christmas, he you know kept knocking on the window. Oh, Jesse, Jesse, he who was are you? Being
2: wicked creepy too. Like, yeah, wicked.
0: Why would she be in the basement? Why would you think that? So. The what your common sense would tell you is that the reason he thinks that is because he is the killer and he's the guy who was trying to he yeah he saw her go downstairs right so it, it obviously must be him but I guess it obviously wasn't because after he was killed you still see Billy in the attic and right. it's obviously not him so that that was just I think that was one of those things that that were just there to fill and to create plot points you know like things they just wanted to put in mm-hmm. you know which is The guessing game, you know, that just didn't make sense in reality. Well, let me ask you that, speaking of reality, in
3: what world do the fucking cops not check the attic? I thought the
0: same thing. Yeah, right?
3: I mean, never. Even after all that shit went down, they're still looking for the killer, and they never check the attic. I mean, before, you know, well, at one point they are looking, but they never look there. Mm. You look there, you got bodies Ahoy. (laughs)
0: <laughs> exactly, yeah, right, yeah even, And and you you would especially imagine that they would check there Because listen, you found, what, four or five other bodies in the house They said there was two, didn't they even make a comment There's too many to even put somewhere, they had to put them somewhere else
3: Yeah, they had to, wow. to, to store them elsewhere
0: Yeah, so you you have so many bodies And the main reason you should check the attic is because the whole focus of the movie was Mr. Harrison. His daughter was still not found. yet you don't just check to see maybe she's upstairs in the attic. You know she's still missing clearly, if she's still missing, she must be somewhere else in the house They know that there are bodies all over this
3: house, and so obviously the killer has been here. He's been calling from. Did they even look for the other phone?
0: Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> You find
3: the phone line. You find the killer. They didn't even look.
0: Yeah, that's really good. Uh, it's just what
2: <laughs> you
0: know. Not Except even a star six
3: point, nine. Yeah. At that point, awesome. they think it was Peter. So uh, I guess they just decided, well, we'll stop looking. <laughs> right. But I would still, you would still look throughout the house because his daughter is still missing.
0: Right. So clearly. We didn't find everybody in the house, so let's check every goddamn room. And they, they did not do that. No. So it's just... Look, so what we're obviously... There's problems with both movies, you know? Right. Like Jamie said, straight off, not knowing anything about Billy. You know what? We knew a little bit about Michael Myers. At least we know he killed his sister and that he's at least in a mental hospital for 15 years. So that, that was enough insight for me mm-hmm. to carry through the movie. But you're right, Jamie. There's nothing about Billy. So that that you're right. I... You know, I just hate explanations that are, you know, but you're right. There's well, nothing. Well,
3: that's the only reason I even know his name is because I watch movies with subtitles on, so I don't miss things. I wouldn't have understood the garbled talking, probably, if I hadn't <laughs> been, you know? It's Billy. Right. It's Billy. Billy. <laughs> Agnes, it's Billy. <laughs> yeah. Remember that voice. I'll need that.
2: Um, yeah. The- well, hey, guys, forget Billy, though. I thought the creepiest fucking part was the guy who played fucking Agnes, the uh, the cameraman for the, for the remake, dude. They took the cameraman, and he's so fucking scary-looking that they said, hey, you're playing Agnes, you creepy-looking dude. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: how
3: about that? the first time he called in the, in the original, and they all gather around. Yeah, what's up with it's that? Like, there are like 17 of them, right. and they're all, they're all, you know, a gas. At the nerve that this man must have, calling them and may, and saying these horrible things, yet they don't hang up.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. You know, I thought they would have hung up after the cunt remark or sucking my dick around.
3: No, they keep listening, and not only that, then Margo jumps on. And see, that's what I always did. If I ever get a prank call, I always play. I always play back with them, in well, I'm sure you can imagine that. And um, <laughs> yeah, they, oh, gee, really. They get dumbfounded and don't know what to do. So
0: <laughs> it's right. fun, uh,
3: but yeah, they were killing me. There's like twenty of them, and they're like, "Oh my god, oh my god!" And I'm like, "Well, then." Gonna...
0: <laughs> the speaker was so amplified that twenty people from the phone heard it. <laughs> yeah, right.
2: Yeah, yeah. Just how convenient. Yeah. So yeah,
0: it definitely has its flaws. There are some unrealistic
3: reactions by a lot of the characters, things that I just don't buy. You know, but. Um, it's, it is so stunning. It's so it's so everything about it visually, and I love the score. So I mean, because I mean, a lot of it is Christmas music, but it has it 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 almost has a warm feeling to it. Like mm. it does, yeah. Watching it and then hearing the music, like it feels like it surrounds you. It
0: feels I don't know, like warm, like Christmas. You know, like. I can't explain it, but it feels... Like, like it's a cozy feeling. Yeah. No, you know, it's weird. I, and I think most people love about horror movies, is that it brings us to this, like, cozy, comfortable, warm feeling, especially, you know, camp settings and things like that. Right. I know that when... The reason Psycho is my favorite franchise is because, to me, the greatest thing in life would be to live up on a hill in that mansion and just run a motel. And um, it's very simple, very easy. And then I have my dead mother in the window and then I kill people once in a while. It would be perfect. So like, to me, like that's like coziness and a a nice warm feeling. And this movie, I swear to God, as I was watching it, I thought it would be so nice to live in the attic and kill these girls in this (laughs) nice house. Like, I really felt like I would love to be Billy. Yeah, right.
3: I felt like I wanted to have that stash of liquor that
0: the, uh... <laughs> oh, yeah, in the toilet and the toilet uh, tank. <laughs> yeah.
2: Everywhere, dude. She had it everywhere.
0: And, dude, she's such a pig. She don't even wipe off the top. She takes it out of the toilet tank and just takes a swig. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys notice, like, the strange telltale predictions of future horror in this movie? Like, uh... Did you notice that one scene they just cut straight to a hockey mask and it was like supposed to be scary to the audience?
2: Yeah, what was that? I, yeah, I didn't quite pick up on that. What the fuck?
0: Yeah, they well it was just a guy playing hockey, I guess. But then right. what I thought was also interesting was that Olivia Hussey, Jesse in the movie, mm-hmm. she runs around with a fire poker, just like Friday thirteenth, part three. Yeah, right. so if you make the connection, Jason got his mask in that movie and used a fire poker to kill that chick when he shoved it in her breadbasket. Right. <laughs> Isn't that so strange?
3: Yeah, no, you're right. Uh, I hadn't thought of it, but, you know. Yeah.
0: Shove it in your breadbasket. Well,
3: I mean, basket. people are... It wouldn't surprise me at all if this movie influenced a lot of people down the line. I mean, I think it's obvious it, that it did.
2: It did you know, But... See, it doesn't really get a lot of credit now. See, what do you guys? How do you guys feel about the credit it gets, and um, what do you think it deserves? Because a lot of people say it's underrated or whatever, and they they give all the credit to Halloween or whatever, whatever. But I don't even look at it like what came first. I just look at quality over anything. And and yeah, obviously Halloween stole from this, but dude, Halloween's a different movie, you know. And uh, and I heard it through the grapevine too that John Carpenter didn't even see Black Christmas before he did Halloween.
0: You now, see, I, I don't believe that just from the point of view opener shot. They, same here bro, so yeah. you know
2: who's to say um overall though dude, those flicks um as far as Christmas horror movies go, they're not bad watches you know you get you get shit face drinks some Magnog watch those they're not
0: bad you know yeah so well I guess we'll rate them both uh, so that we'll add it up at the end and we will see who won so this should be tough all yeah, right okay, Jamie, what do you rate the first movie from one to ten the original? Um, I'll say seven. A seven? Yeah. Okay. And what about the remake?
3: Four.
0: Okay. Danny Boy. All right, sir. Well, <clears throat> the original, I would
2: rate it probably, um, uh, seven. You know, I, and I give it a seven, and that's being, um, that's being generous too because i just like the i just like the overall feeling to it and i and i understand its cultural significance like we just said with halloween and stuff like right. that but per, personal favorite and stuff like that nah i think horror christmas movies are um I don't know. I just think they're unnecessary. You know, save it for Halloween, and um, you know, it's cool, but you got movies like Christmas Story, and Home Alone, and you know, Christmas Vacation for for, for Christmas stuff, and I just feel like there's not really a place in horror, and when it does get incorporated, um, I think if it if it's not all about Christmas and and it's and and it just kind of involves it a little bit, it's okay. Like uh, we've talked about this before, but the movie P two takes place during Christmas. It's clearly just the backdrop, though, and all the mayhem that goes on is just you know shit that goes I down. I actually like it. that movie. I love it. I love it, and uh Rachel Nichols is oh, good old. But anyways, um, um, I don't really feel like um, I I I
3: don't. Agree with that with your with the fact that horror doesn't belong at Christmas. I think horror belongs anytime. Mm-hmm. But um, as far as this movie goes, I don't really. I think the unfortunate thing is no one ever really talks about it unless it is Christmas. You know, I think it is a very influential film. It's a gorgeous film. I mean, if if nothing else, I enjoy everything about it aesthetically. Mm-hmm. And it's obvious that people have been influenced by it. Yet the only time I ever really hear anyone talk about it is at Christmas.
1: Right,
3: right. So I feel that it's sort of pigeonholes. Whereas Halloween is held up as a triumphant horror film year-round,
2: mm-hmm.
3: um, this one sort of gets stuck in the corner until it's time for it to shine.
0: You're right. I agree with that totally. In all fairness, on the Skeleton crew, we uh, we only go to Halloween in October. And for myself, I only watch the Halloween movies in October, so... Mm-hmm. I uh subject those movies to the same thing that Jamie says everyone subjects to these two. Now I am going to agree with Dan. I have I've been trying to cram a lot of movies in so I could have my month free for real Christmas movies. All right. And I watched uh about six Christmas horror movies. Both these. Silent Night One, Silent Night Two, the remake. Uh, Santa's sleigh, and um, something else, I forgot. Mm. And I gotta tell you, I don't really like to associate horror with Christmas. Uh, I feel like I don't want to really relate those two things. I don't want to think of Santa Claus as a evil right. killer and very raunchy. I don't want to add raunchy, disgusting things into Christmas. Like, that's... You know, as we get older, Christmas is one of those things that you could just still hold on to, that little – that kid feeling in some way. And it, it, watching all those shows he mentioned, like, uh, you know, Christmas Vacation, Christmas Story, mm-hmm. I, I still watch all the cartoons. Oh, no, me too. Christmas, every year. Home Alone. I just watched Home Alone a week ago. I'm going to watch part two probably tonight. And I – that's what I like to have around me during Christmas. I don't really like this stuff.
2: I agree. I agree. Totally. So I,
0: I probably will not watch any of these again,
2: mm-hmm.
0: although I loved this movie this time around. And I think I'd rather watch these when it's not Christmas if I was ever gonna. Mm-hmm. I don't want to associate it. So although there's a place for it, like Jamie said, I just it's not for me. I guess it's not for Dan. But as far as uh, techni- technical ratings go, I'm going to give <clears throat> Black Christmas, the original, a 9. Wow. I think it's almost as good as Halloween. Hmm. I know that sounds crazy, but as I was watching it, I almost felt that way. Wow, I, I kind of felt guilty about it Jeez. because Halloween changed everything for me. And um, the remake, uh, I think I'm going to agree with a four. So
2: My rating, if anybody cares, is probably a three or four, two on that one. But nobody asked me, so it's okay.
0: Well, we did. <laughs> just... Jamie, Jamie uh, wanted to respond to
2: you. Yeah, see, they're, they're okay to watch. Uh, I I'd recommend. See, hey,
3: where is it my fault?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Can't be my fault. Oh.
3: No.
2: All right, well,
0: guys, thanks. Uh, well, actually, Dan, you're always here, so f off. Jamie, thanks for joining us.
3: Anytime, <laughs> you know, I love it here. This is one of my favorite
0: places. Y'all come back now. You here? Yeah, hey, listen, anytime you want to knock that carcass off that chair and go ahead and sit down, you uh, let us know.
3: I told you, put some boobs up on that skeleton and i yours.
0: <laughs> Maybe we should make an alternate logo. Long hair, boobs. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Like it already. Right. Yeah, I like it already. Bony boobs. <laughs> it doesn't sound right, but we'll make it work. All right, well, there you have it. and We will be back for... Our Silent Night, Deadly Night versus Silent Night remake.
2: And before we go, Alex, I just want to give a uh, quick shout out to uh, Matt Wessel. Matt Wessel, who made us some fucking killer t-shirts, dude.
0: I'm wearing mine right now, Alex. I know you are. I absolutely am, dude. Blood, booze, boobs. Yeah, blood, booze, and boobs. Jamie, what's his name? Matt Wessel.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. I was pouting. <laughs> Matt
0: Wessel.
2: <laughs> Matt Out. join us
0: next week with Matt Wizel, Matt Wizel, <laughs> Jamie Jenkins. No, we we will have a special guest host, and uh, we're not gonna we don't reveal anything anymore. You know us; we're the show of broken promises. And <laughs> <laughs> all right, so this is Alex, Dan, Chase, and our special guest host, Jamie Jenkins. Woo! See you all on December twentieth. Oh,
2: ho, ho. ho.